Welcome to Oral Phonic, a podcast about podfic. I'm Jenipod, and with me I have... And Patika. Hello, everyone. Three of us back together again. Yay. It's been a while. It has been a while, hasn't it? We've had quite a few great episodes in the middle, but um, lots of different people. Hmm. So, yeah. So, today we are, I'd say, less than organized. (laughs) Um, We're going topicless. Everyone's a little crazy, and... We've decided just to have a little chat. Totally yeah. informal. No real topic. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it'll go great. <laughs> well, we, we never seem to have a problem talking. So. Yeah, that's not something, at least not Jen and I, anyone would accuse us of. <laughs> <laughs> so what is news in the Podfic world? Well, I know there's a big piece of news that I dropped on... Uh, around the audiofic archive, mm-hmm. I have a spreadsheet that I will link to that has a list of all of the missing files on the audiofic archive. Because, as many of you know, it's been down since like March. Is that one? Yeah. Went and wow. when it came back up, it was just the front end and not the back end files. So mm-hmm. there's, you can see all of what's supposed to be there, but none of the files are there to download. So I came up with a list of which ones are missing, and they're broken down into groups of ones that are easy to upload and ones that are harder to upload, and we're trying to <laughs> re-upload them all. And So what kind of what kind of percentage was lost? Um, there is, like, 25,000 files on the Audiofic archive, and, like, less than 5,000 of them were originally still up. Wow. That's a lot of work. Yeah. So there's about 5,000 that were up as of like the beginning of December. And then I've moved over a couple thousand since then. Or there's been a couple thousand moved over since then with people that have started working on it. So are you working with the Audific Archive on this? Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm an archivist on the archive and there's some other archivists that are working on it. Um, the archivists have not heard anything from the head okay. people in charge. So sure, okay. we're doing what we can. Yes. So of the like 20,000 files that are missing, like nine and a half thousand of those files theoretically are hosted on Patica Productions. Mm-hmm. I can get an SSH session up and running and I can transfer them from server to server without having to download zip the file and re-upload them oh that's great i can do like 200 files in a night nice that is a much faster way to go about it than like the download and re-upload that some of the archivists i'm well aware of how long that takes and yes yeah (laughs) so the idea of doing like fifteen thousand files that way is like, I'd slit my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is why, like, originally I'd kind of been like, look, they said they have backups. Let's wait until the backups come out. But one, like, it's been since March and we don't have the backups yet. And two, like, the archivists were, like, downloading the files and then re-uploading them. And that's just such a... Yeah painfully slow way to go about it so this way it's really easy for people to come in and help there's on the spreadsheet one of the things that 
anyone can help, whether you're an archivist or not, is uh, the ones that are hosted on Pataka Productions. Mm-hmm. On the spreadsheet, it like lists the uh, the Audiofic Archive like zip file name, but then it lists like the Podficker and the Podfic title and like whether it was the MB3 or the M4B and and the author yeah. and stuff like that. So you can go and find the working link that's on Pataka Productions, and then mm-hmm. I can take that link transfer it over, zip it, and it's then back up and running. But someone has to find that link. So, you know, someone like Rena Jenkins, who has thousands of podfix, like, she... And everyone has, like, way more links than they think because, like, a lot of people have the MP3 version and then the M4B version, and some people have, like, with sound effects and without. So there's a lot of, like, blooming of files that you don't even realize. So it yeah. takes, like, there's a lot more files per pod figure than they think. So it can take a while just to grab those URLs. So it's super helpful, even if you're not a pod figure or if you're not an archivist, if you can just go and grab those URLs. Like, that's a huge help. So where's this spreadsheet hosted? Like, we could just go to this spreadsheet and start filling in yeah. blocks, and then you guys could go back and use them? Yeah, it's on Google Docs. I'll link to it. So there's a couple tabs to it. The first tab has the missing links that are that probably aren't on Pataka Productions. And then there's a tab of links that are probably on Pataka Productions. And then there's a tab of the ones that are done that have been transferred already. Oh, right. Okay, got it. I have like a VLOOKUP in it. And I do like an export of the list of all the files that are in that odd files folder. Uh-huh. So if someone goes and manually uploads it outside of this, it'll go and update so you can see like a little done at the start of the column. And I try wow. and like move those to the done folder in case someone else did the work. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's a production line going. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I mean, that sounds great. Like that sounds like you've automated as much as possible. And also, I mean, that's something that any of us could go in and do if we're a bit bored or have some time, Yeah, you know, just like fill in a few links here and there. And, you know, it, we, there's so many people that hopefully that will, you know, come together. So what's the plan for the ones that aren't on product of productions, which obviously those are going to be a lot harder, right? Yeah. So those ones, there's like Kitsune Heart, for example, has a Dropbox and she's encouraging people to send links to her on Dropbox and then Mm -hmm. she's downloading them and re-uploading them. I also have created like a a temporary space on Pataka Productions where I'm sending uh, the username and password to people and they can upload if they happen to have those files. They can temporarily upload it to that location and then I'll transfer them to the Audiofic archive. We're basically just going to crowdsource the rest of it. Uh, I actually got a comment from Kitsune um, asking me about my files and I think I got like three of them. And as I was saying to you before, I'm, I'm, I get really depressed every time I get a comment saying your file is broken. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I think I was polite um, and I just said, look, I don't, I don't trust the audio archive anymore with my stuff. You know, I'd rather not. I mean, I mean, the thing she was asking for, I didn't have anyway, because it's gone, lost to the sands of time or whatever. 
But yeah, I, I basically I where I'm at at the moment is I I don't want any more of my stuff going on the archive. I don't trust it. Um, it's got nothing to do with the archivists. It's got nothing to do with Kitsune. Like you mm-hmm. and her and all the rest of the archivists are doing the best you can with what you have. But for me, Sybil has been on my side from the start of this. Like she's the person I whinge to about, yeah. you know, my, all my losses and everything. And she has actually bought herself a lifetime file factory account. Oh. And I opened because she sent me a, a spreadsheet with all the files that she's put in there and I opened it for the first time today because it was a bit overwhelming. She only sent it to me like a month ago. Mm-hmm. But I I seriously started crying when I opened the doc because she has uploaded like pages and pages of my stuff that she had. It was really overwhelming. Like that stuff is safe now, I feel like. You know, she's looking after it. She has been looking after it. It it meant a lot to me that that she would go to the effort to do that. You know, and like that's that's time, data, that's so yeah. Because I okay, here's a here's a question from a person who isn't understanding how this all works. The audiofic archive, I actually didn't realize that things were actually posted on the archive. Is that how it was? I thought it was just a place where there were links to places where other things were hosted. And the problem was that all the links were broken. So obviously, I'm a, I, evidently, I'm an idiot. Is the point of the archive that it is actually an archive where things are hosted? Yeah. And I am just dumb. Yeah, that was yeah. a big part of it. How can you be a pod picker and not know that? I don't know. I don't pay attention. The, the thing it the least. my mind. The thing, the least thing that I ever pay attention to is how all this shit works. We like had an I, episode on the archive, didn't we? No, I wasn't on that episode. No, no we never we did. We never that. did. We had an AO3 episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was. I thought it was a like, let's bring everything together and tell no. everybody where everything is. And it was a big deal because it started off when, um, <sighs> like, it started off with generally just hosting people back in like the SGA podfic days and like when do south podfic was a bigger thing i think what you have here is i always just hosted myself like for years i hosted on mega upload because i had an account and when they crashed that's i think when i joined podica so like i never i've never had a situation where i had to be hosted somewhere so i didn't even know that was an option yeah I mean, luckily, I suppose, in this particular case. I mean, but... yeah, if you post Amplificathon, they take it as blanket permission and they will host your file on audio. I thought archive. they were just taking all those links. I, no, I recognize it... that probably half the pod figures listening to this are like, Jen, you are so dumb. But I don't know. I never. Um, more than half, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> like 95%. Yes. Hey, other 5%, you and I were together. <laughs> I don't know. I just I never thought about it. I guess until this second, I suddenly thought, wait, this is you know, I Why I everyone was so like because horrified. I thought because I thought it was like the main place where like we had you know like there's like we've talked a lot about disparate fandom and how everything's scattered and things are on Tumblr See, or things are so I, I thought mean, the Autofic Archive was the last big place where like everything was linked. See, I don't know. It was a little like that for a while, but certainly in these days, <laughs> certainly in these days of people posting 
people don't post to Amplificathon and the journal communities as much yeah. anymore. People are posting more to Tumblr and AO3 that a lot of them aren't hitting the audiofic archive or they get like such backlogs with the the archivist that it's not like a centralized place anymore. Um, mm-hmm. That it really is. It's the hosting that keeps it as relevant as it is, especially since. Yes, 100% yes. Let's be honest, the interface on that is not what keeps people around. So as a like so. repository for everything, like that's that's not what fandom loves right. it for. <laughs> I see the point more now that we've just explained it to me. But uh, this whole time I've been like, why do we care about the AA? Why don't we just let it die? <laughs> In the start, we cared about it because... I mean... Well, it was tiny, of... we were tiny, and it, it seemed, you know, it was special to get on the archive, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Um, yeah, I, at the moment, I don't see the relevance. So here's, so here's the thing. I mean, we're doing all this work. I say we, obviously, have done no work. Monica's <laughs> doing all this work. And so you're actually re-uploading things on the archive. Like, you you yeah. are literally putting it so stuff is now hosted on the archive again. Because that's what Parica, Dodie's saying. She doesn't Parica want. believes in, and, you know, a lot of people do, and Asano believes this passionately, um, that there should be multiple backups of everything. So Oh, I, I think we've learned that that probably is a yeah. good idea. Yeah, yeah. that's my main um, thing. Because, like, as I mentioned sorry. last episode, I'm also working on a new Podfic website. Uh, yes. Like the podfic.com website, which will hopefully be a new podfic archive once enough work gets done on it. And it's been put a tiny bit on hold while I try and work on this project. But the main reason why I'm working on this project instead of just saying screw it and working on the new one exclusively <laughs> is because this is a perfect example of like, hey, let's yeah. not put all of our eggs in one basket. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's not that I would want to say like... like if if my site went down, I would do everything that I could to get it back up as fast as I can. And I don't necessarily mean that as a judgment against the audio fake archive. But like shit happens. And like I one of the things that I want to make sure with this new website is that it's not just relying on me, that there's a team of people behind mm-hmm. it. But sure. it's one of those things that like if it does go down, is it going to devastate Podfic fandom? Mm-hmm. As yeah. it kind of is devastating a lot of Podfic fandom that the Audiofic archive went down. For me, that's the hosting. Like, the Audiofic archive could disappear tomorrow as long as I still had my hosting. Yes. <laughs> so what's interesting to me, Dodie, no judgment, everyone laughs, um, <laughs> is that... Which means you... 100% judgment coming my way. <laughs> is that you don't have copies of all your Podfic. Like... I don't understand it as a thing. No, I don't keep anything. I know. I know. I know this. And it's always been a thing that baffled me because I obsessively keep everything. Not only do I have copies of the final copy, but I have like the 8 million garage band backups that like were, you know, because I save it like five times along the way as I've done different sections or different editing points. And all of that is just slammed on not one, but two different hard drives because one copy isn't enough what if that hard drive fails you know like you just don't understand what if i die yes what if you die you'll be dead who cares i mean i care that you'll be dead but i don't care about your (laughs) what do you mean are you do you mean people will find the hard drive and judge you i 
have made my sister promise to like burn my computer when I die. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really care what happens after I die because I'm gone. Like, see, I, mean, I have the what if I die? Someone better take care of my stuff. Like, <laughs> I but I have I have Finnish roommates. I'm like someone Lindsay takes is like, care. This is my legacy. Well, I'm like I seriously have like. These are the passwords to my web hosting. At uh-huh. least go on my Twitter and make sure another podficker takes over, like, Paddock Productions. Like, do not let it die. Do not do this to Podfic fans. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, really, you should be grooming an apprentice. I we do need Spanish wheels. I do believe Yeah, no, I agree. I actually agree with that. Like, I, I mean, I don't have any kind of will at all because, you know, no dependence and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think... The most important will is probably that kind of electronic will. I mean, for me, yeah. for a person in my situation, yeah. you know, no dependent, yeah. no spouse, whatever, everything else would go by the wayside, right? Like, I've already, the friend who's going to take care of my cats knows she's taking my cats. You know, like, that's the only thing I ever sorted out, right? Those are important things. My parents know that she gets a certain amount of money for the cats. That's the only thing. that, <laughs> And that's just in emails. Like, that's fine. But but I mean, like electronic stuff. Yeah, there is something to the fact that you're the only one who knows your passwords. I'm not the kind of person who gives my password out, you know, mm. to anyone. So and I have a lot of different passwords. So that would be a problem. And I know there are those services where you can sign up for online where you can like, but I don't understand. Like, what if you change all your passwords all the time? Like, yeah. do you have to keep going back in and putting them all? You know, like it's presumably it's like a whole thing. Like the stuff that I've done online, it is some of the most meaningful stuff in my life like I it's what I'm proudest of and I do think of it as sort of my legacy and I do want it to go on after me and I know not everyone feels that way but I also know that I feel that way about other people's stuff whether they feel that way about it or not I definitely want my stuff to outlive me on the internet just not with my family (laughs) but like and I mean the stuff that's hosted you're right will and it won't matter that you don't have copies in that case Mm. like Like, as long as the hosting doesn't fail, obviously, that's, you know, what we're talking about. But, you know, to a certain degree, it's going to be sitting there for as long as, Mm. you know, payments are made on the site or whatever. That's cool. That's really cool. My roommate right now is doing a project because one of the main, like, I think Highlander fanfic archives, like, the person who ran it, like, it has disappeared and it's no longer being renewed and it's like the archive has disappeared and she like Highlander was like her first fandom and she still reads in it all the time and and she's like doing a project right now to try and track down all of the fix that were on that archive because she doesn't want them to disappear and it's really hard because all like they were all up but now they're not and trying to find like people and you know people save some things but not older ones and you know people might have random word copies or they you know yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff fandom is is very ephemeral in that way because people disappear and you don't know if they have died which is totally possible or if they just faded out got yeah. bored moved somewhere and their life picked up for whatever reason i mean you, you know there's all kinds of reasons that people could just drift away that's why I do have more confidence in AO3 because it's not one person. Yeah, yeah it's at this point it's it's this Hydra that has kind of yeah. you know I mean if somebody you dies can lose the whole board. Pay for that, that <laughs> head yeah <laughs> yeah and it's I mean it's gonna it's true so I don't know but when things aren't that big when they're when they are existing on a couple people there is a certain level of 
non-permanence. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. thing, I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff in fandom is temporary, and obviously more so in the age of Tumblr and things like that, where yeah. where there's there's no <laughs> um, there's no holding that stuff down if they, they haven't put it out there. Yeah. At all. But I don't. But that's interesting. If you know, if you say you don't want to be hosted on the archive. Are you saying then you would like for your thing to be because you can be on the archive even if you're not hosted, obviously, because we have all these Podica links and whatever else. So are you saying you would prefer you're going to host on this new site that your friend has set up and then those links will be put on your archive pages? Yes. Is that what will happen? I mean, I'm I personally am never going to upload anything future to the archive sorry as my last pod fic I didn't upload that to the audio fic archive because I still had um you know archivist privileges I could upload my own stuff sure so but you wouldn't mind being linked to the other but that's not how the audio fic archive works they don't link to files off-site every single person who is up there it's a second place that they're up yeah, like those files are not linking to somewhere else. They are hosted on the Audiofic archive. Yeah, so and I have been picked up from Amplificathon. If I don't post to Amplificathon, they're not going to post a page for me on the Audiofic archive. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew that. I knew that that's how you got there and that you had to ask specifically if you, you know, that you could like email an archivist or whatever and say, add me, even though I didn't post on Amplificathon. But somehow I thought that like when Mega Upload happened that they lost links. I guess none of that's true because their links are their own. So the thing is, the reason why losing stuff like Mega Upload was an issue is because it was now links that were out of their control. Most podfickers aren't archivists. So if they needed to change a link, change a file or something they couldn't just go and change it on the autofic archive without having to like bug an archivist and they couldn't go and if they had a brand new file like a brand new podfic they couldn't just go and upload it they would need to upload it somewhere before it could hit the the archive and there was often a delay between doing a podfic and getting it on the archive like so many people yeah sometimes the delay would be like a few hours but like sometimes especially during like amplificathon when it could get crazy busy it could be like a couple weeks so a lot of like when when say like mega upload went down a lot of the links that people had in their posts, like on their journals, in their master lists or whatever, all of those links broke. And those were, a lot of the time, how people primarily found their podfix because, again, the, the front end of the Audiofic archive has not ever yeah. been that user-friendly. No, it's hard to search. It's hard to, yeah. It's really hard to search. So. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is why I've always been a bit confused by it and just felt like, well, I wasn't an old enough podficker to understand the... And, like, as someone who wasn't, like, who's been into podfic predating the Audiofic archive, like, for what a year long is time... it from? It's, I think it was created in 2007 or eight. Okay. Around the time of the first uh, Amplificathon, which was in 2008. Oh, uh, history of podfic. <laughs> <laughs> Gingerly was hosting before then. It used to just be like a static page on Gingerly's website. Right. But like around that time, like 
it used to be a thing for me where, like, okay, I'm into this fandom. I will just go onto the archive and download absolutely everything in this tag. Especially, like, when I got into a new pairing or a new fandom, I would just go and download everything. But, like, especially now, I tend to go where there's already podfic. I would not want to go into, like, say, the MCU right now and try and download absolutely (laughs) everything on the archive in the MCU. That would be crazy. (laughs) Or, like, hockey fandom and try and download everything that way. Yeah, that Never mind that those fandoms both have, like, sub-fandoms within them based mm-hmm. around pairings and stuff and hockey teams and or, like, individual movies. Like, someone who's super into the Thor movies isn't necessarily going to be into the Captain America movies or vice versa. Yeah. Same with if you're a giant Penguins fan doesn't mean you're going to be into, like, I don't know, Tampa Bay Lightnings. <laughs> And I'm just nodding, pretending that we know what you mean. <laughs> They're hockey teams. You guys are in hockey. I'm not. <laughs> I know the penguin. I mean, I know those names. I just thought it was a funny. I don't really. Know I, I don't much think Tampa that. Bay actually has that much of a fandom around it. It was just the first. Actually, I thought Wild, the the Minnesota I know, Wild, but yeah, that's like a I mean, fandom I know of Bethy Boo and... that Sid is a penguin because. He lived with Marley Mew's family, and when I was a kid, my brother was a massive Marley Mew fan. So I, I have an association that Marley Mew is a penguin. But if you ask, <laughs> if you went through, which by extension means that Gino is also a penguin, but if you went through <laughs> other heavy hockey pairings, I do not think I could tell you the teams. No. I'm pretty I mean, sure that's the only team I could have. I certainly couldn't tell you anybody I just, off the I, I have the opposite. I could tell you most of the teams. I could not tell you the pairings. <laughs> I couldn't do if you made me a little like quiz where I had to connect the pairings to a team like if you told me team name like if you had said what's the Tampa Bay team I think I could have said lightnings because that's where my dad's from and I have actually been to a, a game but I don't know I mean I could probably name every hockey team in a quiz You're Canadian. but I could not name <laughs> half the players in the pairings that fandom likes <laughs> so another thing I've missed in my fandom sabbatical would be, of course, the annual ITP experience, <laughs> which is something that I kind of wish that I'd held off doing this audiofic archive re-upload until after ITP had posted, <laughs> because then I could listen to all the ITP podfics as I'm mm-hmm. sitting at my computer uploading all these files. I'm sure there's other podfics you could but- listen to. It seems like there are already ITP podfix up. Not for this year. Well, they did they did say that you could give gifts like if you were doing treats because of the trash fire of 2016 that everyone could use the happiness early that if you were doing ITP treats you could post them now if you wanted. Um I hadn't seen any, but I haven't necessarily been looking. So I have not really seen any. And I've been listening to some, like, other podfic, but the thing is, I've been in a Merlin mood lately, and uh-huh. most of the Merlin podfics are missing from the audiofic archive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad. That's the problem when you're in, like, your Finnish renaissance phase and going through all the old you, you ones. Can just listen to, like, the trio podfic we did in Merlin on a loop. 
<laughs> just over and over again over and over again until you go mad <laughs> I still do want to do that like merging where I make one version out of our version that would be like creepy and amazing <laughs> yeah it happen one day I don't think mm-hmm. I posted mine did I no <laughs> no you well, did I'm not surprised, obviously. <laughs> all right <laughs> Boy, I, I mean, I did sign up for ITP. I always do because, I don't know, I like it. But now I'm like, oh, shoot, it's, the what's today, the 12th or something? It's the 11th. The 11th, sure. Um, so How I will probably... How about you two make 2017 the year you don't sign up for anything? <laughs> well, literally the only thing I sign up for now is ITP. I don't do anything else. <laughs> so it's not like I'm, you know... <laughs> Uh, no not podfic wise everything else wise sure but not podfic wise yeah i did sign up for pod together this year so i can't quite make that claim i don't know yeah i mean also you're making a new archive and you're single-handedly like (laughs) fixing links on the show i wouldn't say that (laughs) under podfic committed also, I was diagnosed with an incurable brain disease. Yay! Best Yay. year ever. 2016. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. Don't you get worried that like we still have two weeks left? What could it still do to us? Like, <laughs> there's plenty of time for it to fuck up more. Yeah. But yes, ITPE is awesome. And while we're talking vaguely yeah. about news, like halfway through the episode. <laughs> Projects are due on the 18th. (laughs) And I am not ready. (laughs) No, me neither. But I usually, I mean, whether this is right or not, but I usually take ITP as a time to just do like a 10, 15 minute podfic. Like, I know a lot of people go above and beyond and I never really have. But it's always such a cram time of year. I'm impressed by people. I mean, I'm always impressed by people who manage to... It's a perfect length to walk to work and listen to. Yeah. See. Yeah, I, I mean, I always have a little bit of guilt associated with it that, like, people do so much and I'm just, like, phoning in the minimum. But but also <sighs> I don't want to not participate, you know, because I really like it as a challenge. I don't know. Last year I did, like, a 15-minute one and I felt kind of guilty. But mostly that's because the year before I did, like, four hours worth. Oh, my gosh. See what I'm talking about? But that was, like... Pretty much, I had started the podfic first, and then like asked the mods to like pair me up with someone who would enjoy that. Thing. Oh god, that's so I, sketchy. I backseat modded. I was horrible. <laughs> but that yeah. person who I gave it to really liked it, so it worked out. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I mean, who wouldn't want to get four hours? <laughs> I don't know. Just people have given me really nice things in the past, and I'm always like, "Wow, I'm a bum." But I don't know. Have you recorded anything else this year? Like, just have I? Probably, probably not. I don't know. Like, completely fallen off the. (laughs) We didn't even record any when we were in New York together. No, we didn't. We just, well, I mean, we recorded all phonic, but, but yeah, we didn't do any podfic. That's true. To be fair, it was quite the whirlwind trip. It was. But still, surprising. Well, if I get over my, you know, embarrassment, we, because, like, I'm sure there's a few podfickers going on the cruise, so we should, like... Isn't that the point of the cruise? It's podfickers? Is it not podfickers? 
Is it no, just random people? It's just Spanish people. The crews, I guess, because mostly people are people I don't know, so I, I didn't know. I, I just, I guess, I just kind of assumed they were Podfic people. But we should. That would be nice. Yeah, we recorded mm-hmm. something. Adele is going. She's a Podficer. Mm-hmm. Jundu Rex. So I have been listening more to podcasts than Podfic lately. And I've kind of, when I get notifications from the podfickers that I'm subscribed to on AO3, I just kind of leave them in my inbox, which, as you know, is a big thing for me because compulsive deleter. <laughs> so I've managed to catch up on, sorry? I was just going to say, I think my inbox would make you cry. I think it would. If, if my inbox, like, if I can't see everything on the screen in my inbox, there's too much stuff in my inbox. Also, the amount of tabs I have open would make you cry. No! Because <laughs> I have, like, right now I'm being really good about the amount of tabs that I have open, and there's, like, <laughs> 200. But I don't... I, please don't speak to me about that. <laughs> That's really disturbing. I want to go back to my wreck because I want to, like, black out what we just talked about, okay? All right. That was really upsetting. <laughs> so Erica Shaw is one pot figure that's been sitting in my inbox for a while. Um, so I listened to her over the last couple of weeks. And anyone that has listened to this podcast knows that I worship at Erica Shaw's sexy little feet. Um, the first one I'm going to wreck is a Harry Potter pod pick and predictably Malfoy Potter. Um, it's a short little bite-sized pod pick and <laughs> the summary says it all. Harry and Draco have sex very, very slowly. Seriously, this is like 3K of penetration. And the Podvik lives up to that summary. <laughs> it's got a really good sense of humour to it. Um, it's from Draco's point of view. It's it's sexy, but it's fun. And, yeah, I enjoyed it. Have you listened to that one? You're into Harry Potter, aren't you? I am, but I do not like Harry Draco. Mm, you're so difficult, Erica. I am. So, <laughs> I, and it's too bad because, like, right now I'm doing like all these old fandoms, and so many people are doing Harry Potter right now, but they're all doing Harry Draco, and mm-hmm. it's just I have no interest in it. And you're you're like a hipster fan. Except I am the opposite. I always go for the popular <laughs> fans, except for that one fandom. I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't like rivalry pairings. The only reason why I got into Charles Eric is because of First Class, where they had, like, that best friend thing yes. going on before the rivalry Same. set in. Same. Like, I, but, like, Harry and Draco just had that rivalry thing going on, and they I couldn't do it. Which is kind of weird, because I did do Harry Snape in that fandom. Oh, my God. God, Which does kind of have that rivalry thing going and added age difference and generation gap. But and that hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't super I'm not super into it now because like the books like I was into it before we knew 
Snape's motivations because the books weren't out <laughs> all out yet. So <laughs> Harry Potter is not the most satisfying thing fandom for me to go back to just because <laughs> of how things turned out. <laughs> uh, well, the next one is one of those ones that I listened to just because it was Erica Shaw. I don't actually know who these people are. So excuse me if I say the names wrong. It's from Yuri on Ice, which is an anime, apparently. Have you heard of it? <laughs> I would have to be, like, kind of blind right now not to know about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Is I, it being mouth? It's, it's pretty, like, well, I also still track Amplificathon, and Rhea314 right. has been posting, like, uh, multiple times a day Yuri on Ice topic. Oh. <laughs> And I'm charmed that the three exclamation marks is part of the yes. canonical name tag, yes. like name of it. <laughs> <laughs> so the pairing that this one was in was Katsuki Yuri and Victor Nikiforov. I think I nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I this could be. So out of character that it's just ridiculous. We'll I'll never know. <laughs> um, it did make me want to actually watch the anime though, which is saying something because I don't think I've ever watched an anime unless like Astro Boy counts as anime. Does it? it? Does yeah. Okay, I, I see. I loved Astro Boy as a kid. Maybe I maybe I could be into anime. I um, watched Astro Boy as a kid, but the one that stole my heart was Sailor Moon. I never saw Sailor Moon. You see, Astro Boy, I think, <laughs> I think that was the first dream I ever remember was, like, <gasps> I was in love with Astro Boy, okay? <laughs> I pretty much would have married Astro Boy as a young Tony. <laughs> and I had a dream about him. Like, it was only a little little girl dream. It wasn't. <laughs> That's where my mind first went when you said you dreamt about him and you loved him a lot. <laughs> I did. I I did love him. Um, but that's that's neither here nor that. <laughs> not, not <there. laughs> um oh Astro Boy. Um so <laughs> the pod pick is called From the Moon. And it's there's lots of feeling in it, and I'm assuming I would have felt even more <laughs> if I knew the background to all of it. But, yeah, it's one of those stories where one of the characters is madly in love with one of the other characters and doesn't know that the other character feels the same and they think they're not good enough and, you know, pointless angst. And it was just it was so sweet and adorable, not super explicit, which is where I usually go, but... Yeah, it was just adorable. And there's some Russian in it, which I, like, praised Erica Shaw about because to me it sounded awesome, but I don't know if it would actually sound <laughs> awesome to a Russian person. <laughs> but, like I always say, you've just got to commit and say it like you know what you're saying. And she always does that with their other languages. So I love that. <laughs> fun, fun side story. Um, Cantarina mm-hmm. came to visit me the other day and we started mm-hmm. cold reading a story like a, a <laughs> copod fake and we got to it and yeah. suddenly there was surprise Russian and we were like oh <laughs> shit 
And my roommate <laughs> at one point, just for shits and giggles, was trying to teach herself Russian. So we started yelling at her to be like, how do we say this? And she was like, uh, and she pulled like a Russian book off the shelf and showed it to us. And we're like, uh, so finally we were just like, we looked it up on Google Translate, said it in English, and then said, she said in Russian. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we totally copped That's out. Terrible. <laughs> See, you didn't get my respect. <laughs> it was a cold read. <laughs> nah. That's terrible. She was just swearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a shout out to Caveat Lector and her Hannibal stuff that I have been streaming. I went through a period where I would wake up really early. I wasn't sleeping that great. And so I would just stream her stuff while I was laying in bed. So, yeah. I think I've wrecked her in the past for Hannibal. So check out her if you're interested in that fandom. Lovely voice. What are your wrecks, my dear? So I have two. The first one is Gatherine by Birdie7272, written by Unpossible. It is a Merlin podfic. And it's about 10 hours long, because, <laughs> you know, oh I love me some long fic. <laughs> it is a canon-era AU, where it was. it's a popular fic. You might have read it, Dodie, I'm not sure. I don't remember titles, once you get into the... Yeah, it's the one where, like, Uther's dead, and Arthur is, like, the prince, but he hasn't become the king, because he has, like, a madness that occasionally hits him he loses all control. And so Agravain is like the Prince Regent. And he's... This sounds really familiar, but I don't think I've read it. I think somebody else wrecked it somewhere. Okay, and he like has... He has like reinstituted slavery and... (laughs) As you do. (laughs) As he does, yeah. And he's got like men going around like capturing people and selling them into slavery. And... (laughs) They capture. They go into Yeldor and capture a bunch of people, including Merlin, and slaps him in cold iron because he heard that there was a sorcerer in there and brings him back. And Arthur sees him and is like, "I need a bed warmer. I choose him." <laughs> and they start like he just he he just takes him in because he wants to like piss off the the slaver dude because he was clearly planning on keeping Merlin for himself. Um, but he ends up, like, he's plotting how to, like, overthrow his uncle because he's, like, so bad for Camelot and stuff like that. And Merlin ends up becoming really loyal to him. And it's, it's like, a really good, like, build-up. And, like, it's got, like, political intrigue. And, and like, Merlin and Arthur just being so loyal to one another and all of that. And... Birdie 7272 is just an amazing reader. She's got so much, like, such an emotional range in how they read. There's a lot of, like, just personality packed mm-hmm. into their reading. And they they did something that I've never seen or heard done before um, to, like, you know how often when you're recording and, like, they're... In writing, they'll often have people, like, interrupting each other. But that's really hard to convey in podfic if you're a single reader because if you just, like, change sentences halfway through, it 
can just sound confusing instead of interrupty. Um, so I'll often have like a pause, but that doesn't sound very natural. But what Birdie did is they use like the left and right stereo tracks mm-hmm. and it yeah. was, you could still listen to it with one earbud, like, which is what I would often do when I would listen to Podfic at work, but they would use like, uh, those directions to indicate like when when they would change like who is speaking someone would be coming from the left and someone would come in from the right yeah and stuff like that that was a really good indicator of like okay so you didn't have to have that pause but you could tell that the speaker had changed yeah and i just never heard that done before and it worked really well um so i thought that was really cool and i had never listened to anything by birdie 72 72 before and they were just a really amazing reader. So I, I really wrecked this story. It was great. Cool. And then the other one that I have is a series called the Hogwarts Avengers. <laughs> and it is by Little Cat 1231. And it's written by an orphan account. Hmm. And it is basically what it says on the tin uh where the avengers go to hogwarts and Mm -hmm. it's the first story is very tony and bruce centric they're they're gen stories i believe yeah they're both gen um and it's kind of about tony and bruce being science bros and Bruce is actually a werewolf instead of being the Hulk, but that's his like <laughs> secret transformation and and then being friends and whatnot. And the second one has a bit more of Steve and Bucky, but also um, has some uh, Tony and Bruce feels as well. And it's I I think Little Cat said that this was their first podfic. And it was just nice hearing a new Podficker's voice. And um, it's just this really cute little story. So um, I recommend listening to those as well. Those are my recs. Yay. Um, Okay. I have got two Avengers Christmas stories that are both nice. Oh, you've done a Well, I mean, to be honest, yeah, life is so crazy and a bit horrible and stressful at the moment. Like, what, I don't have a ton of time for, for things like this. And what time I do have, I want to spend in listening to nice, fluffy, happy-making mm-hmm. things. And also, I do... Well, as soon as November hits, really, I want everything to be Christmas. I try to hold it off for a little while, but, like definitely after Thanksgiving. I want to be listening to Christmas music and I want it to be decorated. I want to be eating mince pies and drinking mulled wine and listening to Christmas podcasts. <laughs> so I like to do a, a whole surround thing. So yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of, I just basically a few weeks ago went on AO3 and just, you know, searched for Christmas and holiday podfic. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause there's a decent amount, you know, people oh, like I'm to sure do Christmas good. stories. So yeah, so the first one is called Steve the Sneaky Santa and it's written by Bark Batch and it's read by Shadow Chasing who is not a reader I know but I enjoyed and it is a Bucky Steve established relationship story it's just super fluff like it's like it's their Christmas and you know Steve's present to Bucky and and like 
they get engaged, and then he gives him other stuff, and it's just, like, everything adorable. Like, there's nothing complicated about the story. There's nothing, like, traumatic, or it's just pure wish-fulfillment fluff. It's adorable. It's a little bit cheeky. I like, I like the, um, you know, I feel like Shadow Chasing, like, the humor is a really good match for, for her reading style. There's nothing, there's no, like, overt jokes, but it's just a kind of, like, wink-wink all the way through, which I enjoy. <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it's just a happy, a happy story, a happy podfic. Um, it's exactly what I need right now. And, um, new reader as well, so I always, I always like finding someone new. The second one is called Even a Miracle Needs a Hand. Um, it's written by Victoria P. and it's read by Black Glass. Similarly, it is just like kind of happy crack. <laughs> like it's Darcy Clint <laughs> and it's a fake boyfriend. Like, you know, br- she brings him home for the holidays, him pretending to be her boyfriend because her family are bothering her. And of course, obviously, they get together. Um, this is like, <laughs> like, this is complete catnip. I've read this story a million times in different fandoms and different pairings and different holidays. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I want to see that story with someone, like, deliberately, because they know how this trope always ends. So they're just like, yeah, I'm going to invite this guy that I'm in love with home to pretend <laughs> to be my boyfriend. Yeah, so obviously, just see how it couple. goes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I remember... Uh, I've taken, you know, I've taken people to events because, you know, sometimes you need a plus one. And whenever you do, you're like, we're, we're living out fake, fake girlfriend right now. (laughs) It can happen. It is is a funny thing that shows up so often in fandom. But, and this is just, it's a pretty adorable version of, um, I love Clint Darcy and her family is great in it. And there's this whole running theme with, like, her dad who makes these cookies. And, like, Clint is like, I'm in it for the cookies. Like, he makes these amazing, <laughs> he sends her, like, themed cookies and stuff all the time. And all the, you know, like, the whole office comes for them. But, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I really like Black Glass. Like, I think she's, you know, mm-hmm. she's one of those readers that I will always click through for. Um, and it's just it's just such a nice comfy tone to this podfic. Like, it's just like wrapping yourself in a blanket it's just a nice you know as i said exactly what i need right now so yeah so yeah so both of those are they're you know they're about an hour long 30 minutes long the first one you know just enough to kind of get you into it and and just surround yourself in in something completely happy and different from your life at the moment so that <laughs> I, would... you sound like you're... <laughs> I am like four days from the tax deadline like everything is shit right now <laughs> like i cannot <laughs> underemphasize how stressed i feel jen's on the edge guys be nice <laughs> to her living in the uk come on <laughs> it'll be fine in like four days it's no problem um but anyway yeah so so yeah those are, those are my recs you should listen to them so I think now we have a well, now we have a sad announcement to make, and I think Dodie should take it from here. <laughs> this would be Dodificus's last episode of Oral Phonic. As you may have noticed, or may not have noticed, <laughs> I haven't been on a lot of the most recent ones. Yeah, working full time and just family stuff and. I've decided to kind of pull back and it has made things easier. So I think I'm going to continue to pull back. I will miss Oral Phonic because it's my little baby. 
Um, I guess I'm I'm giving my baby up to adoption, or is it foster? <laughs> I don't know. Can I get it back in twelve years after I give up the crack? I don't know. But yeah, I think um, we've had some great guest hosts come in and pick up the slack, and possibly that's what you guys will be doing in the future. We'll take a miss you. Oh, we will. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It will be. Life happens. We understand. But you've been really great, and you were the one that like did the initial push to get this podfic to even happen. So I'm so glad that you're there with us, even though possibly it'll be easier to schedule things. I know it'll be so much easier. You guys have probably been spending the last two years thinking, come on, when is she going to give up? This is really difficult. <laughs> we have not been thinking that. However, it should be noted that it is currently 5.40 in the morning for me. Yeah. And it, I, we started this at like 3.40. So, yeah. I mean, we're like either we're doing this or it's like midnight to 3 a.m. for me. And then yeah. right after you get yeah. off work and then super early in the morning for Dodie. Yeah, like... I haven't, you I haven't To be fair, yeah. I am the one that has gotten off easiest the rest of the time. So this so is... I think you guys, for <laughs> guest hosts, you should make a, you know, time zone <laughs> requirement. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's worked, and we, we've always worked around it. Like, it's, you know, it's only once a month, but it would be harder, I think, to do it any more frequently. Yeah. Um, because it's it's yeah. amazing how difficult that is to schedule when you have like three different mm-hmm. you know mm. I mean our farthest apart like you guys are like fifteen hours sixteen hours apart something like that and I'm yeah. uh, so, a yeah. lot apart yeah I mean obviously Padica has been the last couple months really bearing the main burden of this because I've also mm-hmm. the end of my year work wise is really crazy I'm so I'm so my new job. Well, I say new. I've been there a year and a bit now, but it, it's so belabored to deadlines. Like it's just, I just get really mm. snowed under. And then there are other times when I'm fine, but it's that's quite an adjustment, or it has been for me. And it makes me just halt in everything else that isn't work sometimes. But same, same, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know how I will be going forward. Although once we get through January, I, you know, it's then that's I'm a little casual or calmer for a little while at least but um we also would like looking forward to do a lot more guest hosts like the other thing is you know we have done a lot of topics and I know there are tons and tons of things out there still to talk about but but we're only three people with ideas so if people have ideas for things they want to talk about things that they know a lot about that they'd like to share their knowledge with the podfit community or or things they're particularly Mm. interested in that's what we would love if you guys would come forward because we want more voices to be a part of this. Definitely. Yeah. I think a lot of our opinions have already been made. Yeah. We've <laughs> yeah. heard what we think. Yeah. People know how we feel about a lot of these things, but we would like to amplify some other voices. And I think some of the episodes that we had recently that were guest hosts were super interesting. I mean, maybe they were extra interesting to me because I was hearing other people's voices and <laughs> yeah, but I mean like the cover art episode. Like I don't I don't know anything about cover art. I'm not like a graphically kind person at all. And I found that fascinating. I mean, you she like she so knows what she's talking about and she's so interesting to listen to is someone with so much to share who we 
on a topic that I would have had nothing to say other than just kind of random commentary about, you know, a few few of my opinions. If you have a a passion in the Podfit community, or if you have things to share, you know, we want to hear from you. I mean, no idea is too small, you know, I'm sure. And if if you're interested, I'm sure we can find other people who are as well. So, yeah, I can. I look forward to maybe doing some talkbacks at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so that was our free talk episode. (laughs) I look forward to hopefully Jen and Parika next month talking about who knows what. (laughs) Bye from me. We will figure it out then. (laughs) So I think that's it for us for now. Yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Enjoy the end of 2016. (laughs) (laughs) May 2017 be better. Yeah, very (laughs) glad. Bye. Bye. Uh, what what episode is this? Twenty five. <laughs> Holy crap! And that's start of our third year. <laughs> and what an auspicious one. <laughs>